us your feedback on each episode and get access to our free sales training course at dothissellmore.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Do This, Sell More. What is customer lifetime value and why should you focus on it? We're going to uncover that mystery today for you on this episode of the Dave Lorenzo Daily. Hi, my name is Dave Lorenzo and today we're going to talk about maximizing customer lifetime value. That's right, your understanding of customer lifetime value is critically important so that you can grow your business in a way that fits your strengths. We're here every day on the Dave Lorenzo Daily with a new strategy or a new way for you to grow your business based on relationships, and I'd love for you to join us. If you're listening on the podcast right now, take this opportunity to go find us on YouTube. Just type in Dave Lorenzo, my name on YouTube, and then when you get to that channel, hit the red subscribe button and ring the bell, because when you do that, you become a member of our community, and you'll be notified when we upload new videos, and we do that every Every day at 5 p.m. You'll also be notified when we go live and answer your questions. So join us on YouTube. Be a member of our community. Thanks for being here today to discover the importance of customer lifetime value. Okay, there are only three ways for you to grow your business. That's it, just three ways. The first is to find new customers. We know all about that here on the show. We work on that almost every day. There are hundreds and hundreds of videos you can choose from to grow your business by finding new customers. The second way to grow your business is by increasing frequency of purchase. That means getting people to buy from you more often. The third way to grow your business is to increase the amount of dollars invested per transaction. Now, your customers, your current customers, can help you with all three ways to grow your business. And when we talk about customer lifetime value, we're talking about how your customers contribute to each of these three areas of growth. Let's look at the first area of growth for you, and that's finding new customers. How can your current customers help you with finding and attracting new customers? Well, first, your current customers can refer you to other customers who are just like them. Even if your current customers decided they wanted to keep you a secret, they never wanted word to get out about you and the value you provided, they could help you because you could study them. And what do I mean by studying them? You could find out what your current customers read. What websites do they go to to keep up on industry information? There's a pretty good chance that on those websites, you'll find people who are advertising. The people who are advertising on those websites are targeting the same people you're targeting. So you could do a strategic alliance partnership with the advertisers on those websites. The second thing you could do is you could write articles for those industry trade publications, whether they're online or offline. You could offer up free content, write articles for those websites, give them content. Those articles would appear in front of other people who are just like your ideal customers, and you could grow and develop your relationships with them in that way. The third way this could help you is you could find out what conventions your current customers go to. You could find out what groups or associations they belong to, and then you can appear at those conventions and be a featured speaker at those conventions and get the exposure to all those people who are just like your best customers. You could also advertise or sponsor events 
that your current customers are going to and get exposure that way. At the minimum, you could target the lists of people who attend those events because those lists are always for sale and you could target them with direct mailing. So your customers can help you find new customers first by referral, direct referral. Second, by you studying them. Where do they go? What do they read? What organizations do they belong to? Use leverage with your current customers to attract other customers who are brand new. That means find out how to collect them in mass and go there. Find a way to provide solutions to the problems that they have, find a way to educate them, find a way to get in front of them in mass and you will win. The second way to grow is by increasing frequency of purchase, increasing how often people purchase from you. Your current customers can help you with this. They can help you grow your client lifetime value in a number of ways. We're going to touch on six of those ways right here. The first is communicate more often with your customer database. Frequency of communication builds trust, but by communicating with them more often, you have more of a chance to get in front of them. Let's say you send out a weekly email to your customers and it's an educational email. You can alternate and send out a weekly promotional email on the off days when you don't send out your weekly email. What does that mean? Send out the educational email on Tuesday, send out an offer on Thursday. Education Tuesday, offer Thursday, or Education Monday, offer Wednesday. Sending out frequent communication is a good business practice because it keeps you in touch with your customer database, but sending out offers with valuable solutions to problems your clients are currently experiencing frequently will help you grow your revenue and increase the value of your customer relationships. The second thing you can do to increase frequency of purchase and drive client lifetime value is deliver new information to your customers on a regular basis. Now I talked about sending out email every week, educating your clients. You need to find multiple methods of delivering that educational information. I use video, I use podcasting, and I use the written word. You can use speaking publishing and video. You can use podcasting like I do. Find a way to get the information into your client's hands in a way they want to consume it as frequently as possible. The third way to increase frequency of purchase is to find new problems for your clients and help solve them. Find new problems for your clients and help solve them. So for example, your clients are probably struggling with a problem outside of your area of expertise. Sit down with two or three of your clients over the course of the next month and interview them about what their challenges are and what their goals are and you'll uncover some point of commonality. Find a way to help solve that problem and people will buy it from you. And there is a good chance that if three of your clients share the same problem, then 30 of your clients or 300 of your clients will share that problem as well. So find a way to solve new problems and you can increase frequency of purchase and customer lifetime value. The fourth way to increase frequency of purchase is to see industry trends as they're happening or before they happen, educate your clients and get them to invest in you getting out ahead of the industry trend. When you are separate and apart from an industry, it's very easy to spot trends happening. For example, for a number of years, I worked with attorneys. And when the market would turn for attorneys and bankruptcy was hot, 
that meant real estate was going to be really slow. And that meant that trust and estates work was probably going to slow down. And eventually when we went into a recession, that meant that family law work, divorces, were going to slow down, especially at the high end. So when I would see, for example, retail sales slowing down, when I would see the gross domestic product of the United States beginning to shrink, I would go out to my lawyer clients and I would say, bankruptcies are gonna pick up. Staff up bankruptcy attorneys in your firm because bankruptcy filings are going to start to increase. I could see that trend coming because I was studying the economy. The lawyers were so busy with the day-to-day practice of the law, they couldn't see that until it was too late. When you're separate and apart from an industry, you can see trends happening before they occur and you can educate your clients on them and some clients will want to invest in your services to get out in front of those industry trends. That's another way to increase frequency of purchase. The fifth way to increase frequency of purchase is to develop a recurring offer. Recurring offers are fantastically valuable and most clients will welcome a recurring offer if it's in an area of need. So what does that mean? Let's say you sell toner for copiers. Instead of cold calling people and saying, I can save you money on your toner, why don't you go to all of your customers and say, this is the frequency at which you're going through toner. Every three months, you order five more toner cartridges from me. Let me send you three toner cartridges a month so you never run out and you never have to call me with an emergency order. That's a recurring order and you're increasing frequency of purchase because you're getting them to buy from you every month as opposed to every three months when they need five, they're buying every month and buying three. The sixth way to increase frequency of purchase is to have an auto order based upon best practice. What does that mean? You set up with your clients that you are going to send them a product or come over and deliver a service with a specific frequency based on what people in the industry have found to be most effective. I'll give you an example. If you're a dentist, you should be calling your clients and scheduling an appointment for a cleaning once every six months. However, if your clients are slow to call you back, what you'll want to do is call them on the phone and when you get them on the phone, schedule six appointments in a row for the next three years. And make sure your clients pencil those in just like they're a wedding that they have to attend and they can't avoid and they keep that date sacred. That's an auto order based upon best practice. Everybody knows it's best to get your teeth cleaned every six months. You're setting it up so that your clients make this happen. Here's another example. If you run a car service, it makes sense for you to have your cars washed at least once a week and detailed at least once a month. Set up a rotating schedule for the person to come to your place of business, the detailer to come to your place of business and do two cars this week, two cars next week, two cars the week after so that you always have a rotation going and that's an auto order. And if you're the detailer, setting up that auto order based on best practices helps keep your clients on the front lines looking really good and it helps you keep that increased frequency of purchase up and deepen customer lifetime value. Working remotely can be a challenge, especially for teams that are new to it. How do you deal with your work environment being the same as home while staying connected and productive? And then there's your newest coworker, the cat. Well, your friends at Trello have been powering remote teams globally for almost a decade. At a time when teams must come together more than ever to solve big challenges, Trello's here to help. 
Trello, part of Atlassian's collaborative suite, is an app with an easy-to-understand visual format, plus tons of features that make working with your team functional and just plain fun. Trello keeps everyone organized and on the same page, helping teams communicate, focus, and connect. Teams of all shapes and sizes at companies like Google, Fender, Costco, and likely your favorite neighborhood coffee shop all use Trello to collaborate and get work done. Try Trello for free and learn more at Trello.com. That's T-R-E-L-L-O dot com. Trello dot com. The third and final way to increase customer lifetime value is to increase the dollars per transaction. And I'm going to share with you five ways to do just that. First, always offer options to your clients when they buy. Option A is the bare minimum. It's exactly what they want. Option B is exactly what they want and a little bit more based on what they need. And then option C is the best in the market, state of the art, exactly what they need, exactly what they will need in the future and ways to put them at the top of their game. I'll give you an example. Let's say you're a golf club retailer and you sell brand name golf clubs, as well as generic golf clubs. And someone comes into your store and you ask them what their handicap is and they say their handicap is a 12. So you know they're a golfer who golfs frequently and you know that they're a good golfer, they're a decent golfer. You say to them, we have these generic golf clubs which are absolutely fine. We have tailor-made golf clubs which are guaranteed to last you for three years and they'll probably help you hit the ball a little bit further than generic golf clubs. And then we have ping golf clubs and the ping golf clubs not only will help you drive longer and will help your putts fall almost every time, they will last a lifetime. And you'll only get new golf clubs when you want to try new ping clubs. The generic golf clubs are $200, the tailor-made golf clubs are $600, and the ping golf clubs are $1,600. That's an example of offering three different options to your customer and letting your customer select. Most customers will feel like they don't want to cheat themselves, so they will always go for a higher level option than they really need, and you will make more dollars per transaction. The second way to increase dollars per transaction is to demonstrate success from high spending customers. I want you to take your high spending customers and do a video interview with them and have them brag about what they've spent and have them brag about how that product or service delivered for them above and beyond what they expected. The testimonial from high spending customers is valuable because people will believe that investing that much means they will get better results. People already believe you get what you pay for, but when they see a testimonial from your high spending customer, they will believe investing at the high end is the best way to go. The third way to increase the dollars per transaction is to provide a competitive analysis from high spending customers. So you have the testimonial, then I want you to take what your high spending customers results are and I want you to compare them to results your competitors have achieved and get this from publicly available data. Let me give you an example. If you sell Porsches, Porsche is a high performance automobile. You get a testimonial from a high spending client who invested in the highest end new model of a Porsche. And you have your client talk about how all of his friends are 
just jealous of him and he is the envy of everyone in the corporate parking lot. Then you take the numbers from the Porsche that this person has invested, the zero to 60 time, the braking time, the handling statistics. If you want to, you can even take fuel efficiency or environmental friendliness if those statistics are favorable. And you compare them to a high-end Infiniti or a high-end Lexus vehicle. And you show that the high-performing Porsche always does better than these competitors in these metrics and you show them how happy the person is with them. Providing the competitor analysis speaks to the logic, the testimonial or the case study from the customer speaks to the emotion. So you've covered both ends of it. The fourth way to increase dollars per transaction is to demonstrate a high return on investment demonstrate a high return on investment. Again, this is a logical play. You have to look at the product or the service that you're providing and look at the results people have gotten, whether it's a result of a return on investment of their time or a result of the return on investment of their dollars. You have to show how your product or your service delivers a higher return on investment. The final way to increase dollars per transaction that we're gonna cover today is simply asking. Ask your clients to spend more money with you. Just ask them. Hey, you haven't purchased from me in a while. I wanted to call you to see if you'd be interested in our new model. Why don't you come down and take a look at it? Just simply ask. Most of us don't spend enough time speaking to our clients. We definitely don't spend enough time helping our clients achieve their goals or helping solve client problems. Just simply ask what your client's problems are. Provide a solution for them get money, get paid for that solution. That's how you increase dollars per transaction. So today we talked about understanding the importance of customer lifetime value and how to grow customer lifetime value. I want you to get to work on this right away. We will see you right back here again tomorrow at 5 p.m. for another edition of the Dave Lorenzo Daily. Remember, if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you subscribe to YouTube so that you get all the bonuses, all the added benefits of being with us live when we go live on YouTube. Until tomorrow, I'm Dave Lorenzo, and here's hoping you do this and sell more. Give us your feedback on each episode and get access to our free sales training course at dothissellmore.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Do This, Sell More.